Perfect. And welcome back. This is a work in progress episode three. I this is your host Brian Priest. I'm on with Josh Keel. Josh, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing? I just living the dream, man. I, I'm excited to beat you in some more bets. Yeah. You know, based on my MLB predictions. Uh, if your NFL predictions are anything close, you're you're not gonna stand a chance. But uh, as, as I said, we're this is episode three of a work in progress. We're doing NFL over unders. We're about to talk about the AFC. We just covered the NFC, and um, I'm I'm on here with with Josh Keel. We're starting with the AFC East with the Buffalo Bills. Their yes. over under is set at six and a half. I'm gonna go ahead and go with under on that. Under. Yep. We disagree. Nice. There we go. Uh. I, I think if any quarterback is uh, has a chance to be successful in Buffalo, he's got to have a cannon for an arm, mm-hmm. and Josh Allen has that in spades. Yep. They they added a lot on offense. Their defense was already pretty good, and their first round draft pick was uh, oh, what's his name? Ed Oliver out of Houston. Really good defensive tackle. I I actually he was a guy that I was hoping the Broncos might have a chance at taking. So. I, I've got over on the Bills at six and a half, and Josh has the under at six and a half. Correct. So next we got the <laughs> Miami Dolphins, four and a half. Four and a half? Four and a half, huh? Um, <laughs> man, I, I'm still going to go under because I don't believe – that's where Rosen went, right? Yep, it is. Josh Rosen got yeah. traded there from the uh, Arizona Cardinals. I don't have a belief in him or that the Miami Dolphins know how to run a football team. So I'm going to say they are another high pick next year and go under four, under four and a half. I, I, I agree with you. Um, I, I don't know how to say it any better than I, I think the Dolphins are going to be the worst team in football. Yeah. I think they're going to win two or three games. Yeah, they very well could be. It kind of sucks, but Hey, Miami. Yeah, nice to live in Miami in the wintertime. That's true. And Florida, Florida doesn't have income tax, right? So I mean, correct. But you always have the chance of running into Florida man, which I've never heard a story ending well that ended with Florida man. Panhandle behavior. That's all I'm going to say. So much panhandle behavior. (laughs) All right. Next, we have the New England Patriots. Over under is set at eleven. Uh, I'll take them as an over. Okay, you're gonna take over. Um, I have so when I when I set this and I haven't I really haven't read anything about the the current iteration of the Patriots. Yeah. I I put under. Will, will you allow me to change it to a push? Yeah, that's fine. Well, isn't yeah. it? A, did you just say a half a game though? It's eleven. Oh, just flat. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I'm good with push. Okay. Yeah, not trying to change it too much. But I, I mean, the Patriots, Tom Brady just re-signed for another two years. They still got Bill Belichick. They've got their first round pick, an offensive lineman from last year that tore his ACL. He's going to be back. Uh, I just, I think the Patriots are going to be good. They're defending Super Bowl champions. If they don't win 11 games, then they're going to win 12 or 13. Don't forget the uh, two most important players on their team, Harvey Younger and Kyle Van Noy. Come on now. Oh, I mean, I I'm upset. I, I feel remiss that I, I didn't mention them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the next one's the Jets, right? 
New York Jets, seven and a half. Seven and a half. I'll take the over on the Jets. Over. We both have the over on, on the Jets. Really? I thought we Honestly, were different hmm. the, the, the Jets, so a, a little bit of background on me for the listeners. I, I am the type of person who in the last uh, four to five years have, has really started to look at season tickets as an investment. Um, I have several different sets of jazz season tickets. I've got Raiders season tickets when they move to Vegas next year. And the, the jets are a team that I've been eyeballing for a couple seasons as, yeah. as far as a team that's, that's on the, on the rise, on the upswing. Yeah. And I don't necessarily love their signing of Le'Veon Bell, but I do really like their head coach that they, they signed this year, Adam Gase. I like Sam Darnold. Uh, that defense is pretty good. So yeah, I've got I've got the Jets over seven and a half as well. The Jets are part of the reason why I picked the Bills under because uh, I think they're just going to be better and they got to play each other. Yeah, no, makes sense. I can see it. Oh, can I make one correction really quick? Yeah, it's Harvey Longy, not Harvey Unga. Harvey Unga is the coach at BYU. Harvey Longy is the defensive lineman for the Patriots. Great. I mixed up their last names. Really glad. Up. Really glad you. Uh, cleared that up for the listening audience people need to know i know they care they do they do. <laughs> so moving on to the afc north we got the baltimore ravens eight and a half and, and, and hey and remember zoe ford when you pick this i will take the under we also agree on the ravens going under uh going into last season yeah. I really like that that quarterback they have out of out of Lamar Louisville, Jackson. Lamar Jackson. Yeah, but I I watched him play a couple games last year, and I watched him in the playoffs. Yeah. He's not big enough. He's not. He's, he's not, not. He. I don't see him holding up. Right. He, he's good. He's got all kinds of talent, but he's like a buck seventy. Yep. If that. Yep. So. That I yeah we we both have the the Ravens under eight and a half. We've got the Cincinnati Bengals next at five. Under, under. We both have under on the Bengals. Um, I think the Bengals are going to push the Dolphins for the worst team in the league. Right. <laughs> it's a quick under. Not not a lot of thought necessary yeah. for the Bengals. Hey, under. but Red Rocket's going to be on the free agency market next year. I I is think he, uh, is he going to be able to sign with a different team though? Isn't he getting kind of old? Uh, I bet I, I bet he's around thirty. If we looked it up, I I think he's only been in the league six or seven years. And and at TCU, he was yeah. what he was a, was he he was a senior, right? He was a four year player at TCU. So he's probably twenty three when he got drafted. Yeah, so he's he's getting to his thirties, yeah. Yeah. So he's yeah. I mean he's got years left in the NFL, but I don't know. I think he's got uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick type of trajectory ahead of him yep all right yeah. next in the afc north we've got the uh darling darling of the league i would say the cleveland browns nine and a half nine and a half yep i'll take them over this to me this is a particularly weak division so someone's got to win 10 games I'll take it to be the Browns. Might as well. I, I think I had almost the exact same thought when I was making my own predictions. I have the Browns over, and it was somebody has to win 10 games, right? 
<laughs> they're going to stumble into four wins. Can they get six more? I, I guess. I mean, the, the so the thing with the Browns is the the Browns need to win the Super Bowl this year because mm-hmm. with the personalities in that locker room, it's it's going to fall apart real quick. Right. Right. The first sign of trouble, guys are going to jump ship like crazy. Yeah, agreed. And then last in the AFC North, we've got the Pittsburgh Steelers at nine. At nine. That's a a tough one. All right, can we make a rule that we can't do a push? Because I think we're both going to take a push on Pittsburgh. And to make it interesting, no pushes on Pittsburgh. You can push if you want. I did not. I went under. You went under? I did. I'm leaning. I'm leaning towards under, so I'll take a push for controversy. Perfect. Uh, they they re-signed or I redid Roethlisberger's contract. They traded Antonio Brown. I couldn't yeah. tell you anything else about that Steelers team except that I I I don't think Roethlisberger is uh, yeah is a up is is a top fifteen NFL quarterback anymore. I know more about what they don't have than what they do. Fair enough. Okay. So moving to the AFC South, we have the Houston Texans at eight and a half. I'll take over. Deshaun Watson. I love Deshaun yep. Watson. He's he's fun to watch, man. I got yep. the over as well. And I really hope that JJ can stay healthy for a year. JJ. Oh, JJ Watt. Watt. Yeah, yeah. JJ Watt's so much fun. Did you see yeah. today? So the the Packers have a tradition where their players will ride like little kids in the neighborhood will come and bring their bikes and the Packers yeah. players will ride those kids bikes to practice every day. Right. Yeah. And the kids will carry the helmet and just trot along beside them. Well, JJ yeah. Watt did the same thing today at Texans practice and yeah. he got to practice and and broke the seat on the kid's bike. Yeah, I just saw the quote that said uh J.J. Watt, and then he quotes, that bike's not to me- not meant to hold 290 pounds. Like, That's a weird quote from J.J. Watt, but okay, whatever you're talking about, bro. I I got a feeling that uh, I think the kid's going to benefit from J.J. Watt breaking his bike. Yeah, the, that's probably the best thing. Best thing you could hope for from J.J. Watt riding your bike is that it breaks. He's good. He He's not the guy who's going to go, uh, figure it out, kid, and then just kick it off to the side. Yeah, he, he, that kid's going to come out into green on that one. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right, so next next in the AFC South, we've got the Indianapolis Colts at mm-hmm. nine and a half. No, as, far, as far as the Colts go, I at their nine and a half, I've got them over. I I, I mean, I like Andrew Luck. Again, this, this pick was made a couple weeks ago, so Luck has missed, I, I think – almost a week's worth of practice at this point. So it's kind of hard to say, but what, what their front office has done to rebuild that team over the last two years, I, I trust that front office to make the right decisions. I think that defense is going to be good enough to win eight games on their own. And they have a potential all pro quarterback. So that that could be a 13 game team. Nine and a half. Yeah. I'll take under. You're gonna go under on that one, okay? So we got a little bit of a difference. Yep, so you, yep. You're not. You don't like the Colts, huh? Uh, I, I the Colts are okay for some reason. I, I'm an outlier. I feel like in this, I'm not that impressed with the Colts. I don't know why. I don't. I don't have like a a, a non-emotional reason for that. Mm-hmm. Just 
gut feeling. So I don't have, I have zero data to back up, back up my ideas, but that's why. So you didn't have anything to say about it. That's what you're telling me. Well, I feel, I feel like I have bounce back team in the Jags because they got a better quarterback. I feel like um, the Texans are going to be better than they were last year. The reason I bring that up is because I'm saying there's other teams in this division that I think are going to do better. And so because they're playing the Colts, they could beat the Colts and that would hurt the Colts. Okay. Perfect. Up next, Jacksonville Jaguars at eight. At eight. So I'll go over so that they can get to nine. We disagree there. Um, If, if I had to put a prediction on the Jaguars right now, I've got them at five wins. I feel like they'll be better because I think Nick Foles is better than Blake Bortles. I think if you try and start Nick Foles for 16 games, the league figures him, figures him out in three. Fair enough as well. Next up, the Tennessee Titans, also at eight. Under. Agreed. Solid. Uh, you mentioned Marcus Mariota before, as far as a make-or-break year. I, I don't know why he's getting another chance. I feel like break year as well. Same thing. Everything, just rewind and hit the Jameis Winston button, and that's Marcus Mariota as well. Right? Totally agree. In my mind, he's the Polynesian Jameis Winston. Without crab legs. Without crab legs. I'm assuming. never stood on a table and yelled inappropriate things at co-eds that I'm aware of. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it hasn't come out of the... By all accounts, Marcus Mariota is a great guy. He really is. He's just kind of brittle. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so now we're going to move on to the AFC West. This is the point where I really wish Tommy was on, but since he's not, I'm going to I'm going to take some liberties here. <laughs> um, the the first team we have in the division alphabetically, yep. Josh, is the Denver Broncos at six and a half. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't need the total under. Wow. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and take the time here on the Broncos. I've got the Broncos over six and a half. Um, you, you've known me long enough and we've talked enough sports that I, I think I feel comfortable in saying that you would agree that I'm not a typical Homer fan, right? Yeah, you're not typical Homer, yeah. I, I'm realistic with my teams. I, I look at this Broncos team and the Joe Flacco edition. And yeah. when, when they traded for Flacco in April, I – or in March, whenever it was, it doesn't matter when it was. I looked at it and I say, why, why would you do that? <laughs> you're, you're, all you're doing is making yourself mediocre. And the worst place that you can be in the NFL is mediocre and in the middle right. and seven and nine and eight and eight and nine and seven. And with Joe Flacco, when they made that acquisition, that's, that's where I thought the Broncos were. As the as the offseason progresses and I, I look at the defense and what they're gonna have and what the the offense is going to be capable of and not because of Joe Flacco, but because of their coaching edition of Mike Munchak, who is I I I think it's I think it's fair to say that Dante Scarnecchia in New England is the best offensive line coach in the NFL, but the second best <laughs> offensive line coach in the NFL is Mike Munchak. And if you look gotcha. at the Broncos last year and 
anybody with any football knowledge and watch that team, they would say that offensive line sucks. That offensive line is terrible. But well, yeah. they, they brought in three new starters and Mike Munchak to teach that team. So yeah. Flacco, Flacco's going to, if he stays healthy, he's going to do enough to get you to eight and eight. That defense is good enough for, for 10 wins if the offense can score 20 points a game. I, I don't think they're going to win the division because they've still got the Chiefs in the division. Right. But I think the Broncos are the second best team in this division. Gotcha. So that's that's my piece. Not a homer. I I really believe that. And it could it could but it's I mean, it's it's one of those this is it's on the edge. It could go either way. They could win ten games, they could win yeah. five. And right. I wouldn't be surprised either way. Right. So I, I want to put that out there. Kind of hedge <laughs> my bet on that. I'm yeah, not yeah. saying the Broncos are gonna be a Super Bowl contender. I'm saying right. I believe they're gonna win ten games. Gotcha. Right. Up next, the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. They they may not have a wholesome locker room, but right. they've got uh, over under set at ten and a half. Ten and a half, huh? <laughs> they kept the one wife beater, right? Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Tyreek Hill. Yeah. And yeah. then they they let go of the other wife beater. Right. He's he's obviously a Brown. They they yeah. were taking anyone last year. Oh yeah, Cleveland's all in. <laughs> Cleveland's all in on felonies. Like uh, I said, they got to win the Super Bowl this year. Otherwise, it's going to fall apart. It's a one and done. Um, oh, man. I'll take ten and a half. I'll take over. Over. Okay. Yeah. Chiefs over ten and a half. I also have over. Patrick yep. Mahomes is a terrific quarterback. That I, I think that offensive system has so many weapons that if they have a running back that can stay upright, Yep. They're they're golden. They're going to win eleven games. Yep. Uh, up next, we've got the San Diego, the Los San Diego. It's been just going into year two. What's wrong with me? The Los Come Angeles on. Chargers at nine and Los- a half. Nine and a half. Uh, well, you're thinking I'm, I'm, I'm going to take the under. I took the under before Melvin Gordon's holdout started. Uh, I, I, I've never trusted Philip Rivers. Over 16 games, Philip Rivers can be the best quarterback in the league four times a year. He can be a serviceable quarterback another six games a year, and he's going to throw interceptions in the fourth quarter that lose two games for you every year. Uh, he's it's tough. I feel like if you just took the parts of the Chargers and put them in different uniforms, I would be like all on board for the Chargers sometimes. Right? But because I see their logo – I can't pick them to win 11 games in a season. So I'll go under, but only because they have a freaking lightning bolt on their helmet. Everything else, I'm like, yeah, no, they could do this. They could do this. It's it's funny when you mention the logo because I before meeting Tommy, I, I'd never – I don't think I ever knew a Chargers fan. But yeah. being a Broncos fan, I've always – been aware of what's going on with the Chargers. I've never hated them like I do the Chiefs or the Raiders. They've always just been that that other team in the division. But right. every time you mention the the logo and you associate it with, they can't win more than eleven games. Right. And I look at that logo and I think Marty Schottenheimer. Yeah. <laughs> with the first my my always my image of the Chargers is an incomplete pass to go to the Super Bowl. 
like they were they were the best team. They threw an incomplete pass and they sent the Steelers to the Super Bowl. That's the Chargers to me. They find a way to be really good. There will be a moment this season where everyone goes, "This is it." Yep. This is it. The Chargers figured it out. Way to go, Chargers! You figured it out. And that will be the exact moment that Philip Rivers throws five interceptions, and like <laughs> the game, Melvin Gordon comes back on the team and then snaps his ACL the next day, and you'll go, "Well, shit." There it is, Chargers. That's that's your existence, guys. That's how it is. So well, I I don't think I can support the uh, uh, supposition that Melvin Gordon is going to tear up his knee because I don't I don't want to wish injury on anybody. But yeah, all all the rest of that that I I think I'm, to summarize it, the the Chargers, short of a team like the Chicago Cubs for years and years and years that. Or well, not even the Cubs. The Red Sox would be a better example. A team that manages to, you know, fairly consistently be on the the verge of contention, or you know, possibly a championship. And then not only do they lose, but they lose in just heartbreaking, horrible fashion. Or they lose to teams that they have no business losing to. And it's almost always in some way, like you were saying, it's heartbreaking. And not just heartbreaking, but like embarrassing. Yep. It's, not, it's not just some way where you're like, oh, man, tip your hat to the other team. It's like, no, the Chargers went out of their way to lose that game. They, they did a lot of the work for the other team to lose the game. I mean, really, so. the, the Chargers... For all the crap I talked about, Philip Rivers, I think Philip Rivers in the end might be a Hall of Fame quarterback. He's he's gonna get a lot of discussion about it. So yep. they they had a a likely Hall of Fame quarterback, a Hall of Fame running back in Ladanian Tomlinson, and a Hall of Fame tight end in Antonio Gates, right. all in the prime of their careers, yeah, and never made it to a conference championship game. Yeah, good. Because they find a way, man. They just find a way. Oh, they really do. They're amazing. Yeah, go Chargers! I can't wait to see them de- December first. Tommy, uh, Tommy, and I already have our tickets. Nice. Is that in Denver or in San Diego? It's going to be in Denver again. We want to nice. see them in San Diego at some point. It's just that's a lot more of a commitment than a seven-hour drive to Denver. Have you been to Qualcomm before? No, I haven't. It's a little bit awkward to watch a football game, man. Uh, I can uh, tell you about that at a different time. Have you gotten out there to see San Diego State or the Holiday Bowl? Uh, Poinsettia Bowl three years ago. Ah, Poinsettia. What a beautiful flower. It is. That was actually the year that uh, BYU beat Josh Allen in the Poinsettia Bowl. It's Wyoming. If if BYU doesn't beat. NFL quarterback. They had an NFL quarterback and we beat them. Moving on. Okay. (laughs) The last team in the NFL, the last team in the AFC West. The last team in your heart, Oakland Raiders, the Raiders. I'm sorry, that Chris Berman's going to get deleted. We're, we're editing <laughs> that out. <laughs> All right. What's so that? over under is at six. Six. I'll take over. You're going to go over. I'll take over. Yeah. Tell me why. Um, I think Derek Carr will be more like he was two years ago. Cause he's back from uh, injury. And he'll understand the offense better. They got Antonio Bryant, who as much of an asshole as he is, he's still a good wide receiver. And I feel like John Gruden is not completely inept at, at a coach like he seems to be sometimes. I think he can figure it out. I'm going to take all of what you said and agree with it until you get to Gruden. And 
15 years ago, I loved John Gruden, that he was one of the best coaches in the league. Yep. I think John Gruden is still coaching 15 years ago. Possible. And that's, that's, that's the Raiders' problem. As inept, because I wouldn't – he's not – he's definitely not, you know, I wouldn't put him in the top five or ten of the league, but he's not as bad as he is sometimes portrayed to be. That's all. Fair enough. Fair enough. The uh, I mean, in other news, the Raiders did – just name the uh, naming rights for their new stadium in Las Vegas. I believe it's going to be the Allegiant Stadium, if nice. I remember right. What's Allegiant? So, what business is that? I don't know. Something. <laughs> something really good. It's going to be on, on my season tickets next year. Uh, if any any Raiders fans listening to the podcast, I do have Raiders season tickets, and they're all for sale. Um, Pretty except- sure they're going to be in the black hole in the end zone. I know they're in the end zone, 19th row, first level. Oh, I'm not going to a Broncos Raiders game in Vegas. You you want me to wear orange in there? Scared. Okay. Be one thing if my tickets were like if my if my tickets were like third level with with some spenders and you know good people. Yep. But they're they're first level, 19th row. Like I said, I'm almost certain it's going to end up being where the black hole ends up <laughs> no i'm not going to wear orange there i'm good team, son jeez <laughs> i'm good I said, I said 18th role in the equivalent of the black hole last year at a rivalry game i was fine it was byu utah trashier group of people in that particular stadium there may there may have been no class but who won that game remind me <laughs> I forget. It's, I've wiped it from my memory. It's getting hazy, isn't it? Why are you living in the past? Classic you, always living in the past, never looking towards 23 days from now. Uh, Josh, I keep telling you, just because I live in Salt Lake doesn't make me a Ute. <laughs> Not even a little bit. All right, well, Josh, I appreciate you coming on. This has been a lot of fun. Uh, like, like we were telling the listeners, this is something we've – talked about doing for quite a while now and it's it's exciting to get it started and um you know every every the plan right now is every monday night we're gonna record and get one to two group podcasts recorded each week yep. and then uh i will po- i'll probably release at least one of my own each week and and maybe have have a two-person podcast occasionally so so listeners can expect to hear myself they'll hear you and then uh at some point hopefully in the near future we'll be able to introduce tommy swoop jerome yep. and get him on here in full disclosure um, he found out it's his girlfriend's birthday today this morning so he couldn't come on with us he did i think he, he either he well no he probably didn't i think she probably said it yeah you know what no no you know what i think happened Let, this is how we're gonna play the story out yep. Tommy woke up this morning and found out from Facebook that it was his girlfriend's birthday. See, I was going, I was going to say, and realized Facebook, that he couldn't join us. Her phone was blowing up this morning and he's like, what the hell? And then he looked at it and so many people were wishing her happy birthday. That's well, they don't live together. So he wouldn't have noticed it on her phone this morning. That's fair. So it, it was definitely, we're going to say it was Facebook. And even if it wasn't, we're going to get the word back to her that he remembered via Facebook. Definitely. If you hear just, this, no just to stir it up. Definitely tell Jessica that's what happened. 
It's going to be great. Well, this has been episode three of A Work in Progress with your host, Brian Priest. I've been on with co-host Josh Keel. And you just heard our predictions for the NFL over-unders. Josh, do we have a bet? Um, I, w- I was definitely going to make a bet with Tommy on this. Do you want to make a bet with me? Um, do you want to? Uh, what kind of bet are you thinking of? I don't know. I'm thinking a loser buys a dinner or something. That's fine. Okay. Something simple. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> listeners, you heard it here first. Loser buys a dinner. NFL over-under predict- predictions. And we will obviously have the results the beginning of January. And we'll we'll go back over this and let you know because – I know the fans are going to be wondering. Quick question. It's just the most correct predictions on over the over the whole thing. And we have enough differences that we can definitely make a difference, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, we perfect. have enough. We, I think we probably disagreed nine, ten times. So we got cool. plenty we can we can go off of. All right, Josh. Well, well thanks for joining me. And uh, we'll talk to you again next week. We'll see you Wednesday at Five Man Softball.